Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where three hot seamen talk about football and, well, actually, for once we stay on topic and pretty much just talk about football. Man, I don't even know like what we're going to talk about. It's not like there's nothing to talk about this this week at all. Nothing's happening. Football's boring. And then, whoa, Jesus Christ, it's an explosion, man. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, weird because I feel like since we've had our like format change that we just like have had nothing have to talk to, about. Have had nothing to talk about, and now we're like drowning in bullshit. To yeah, talk about. I'm a little scared for us because, like, again, yeah, you're right. This is the first time we've actually had a lot of stuff to talk about, and hopefully, we don't suck now that we have stuff to talk about. Actually, I think the very first thing about free agency that I want to talk about is I want to talk about the New York Giants because <laughs> do we I, have to? Jesus. Yes, we do because. <laughs> It made me so happy to see that Dave Gettleman had the most Dave Gettleman day one signing that you could possibly comprehend. The man will never change or learn or adjust. He will still build his team like he's a high school coach in the Midwest. Because, one, first signing. I'm going to get that backup running back. I'm going to sign Devontae Booker. Get him in here. Also, guard. We need big time guards. Uh, Effetti. Yeah, it was Effetti. Fullback. It's like, you know what? I promised my young quarterback that I'd get him a receiver, you know, to really help him develop. Let's go ahead and spend some money on John Ross. Get that lined up. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is a pile of bars. Yeah, they accomplished nothing. They accomplished absolutely nothing. They're second on, or probably third on my loser teams, where it's just like, I would have felt better if you just didn't do anything. Yeah, they, they, they've really made no progression. But I already know who your number one is because we talked a little bit about it today. So let's go ahead and just get that counted out of, out of oh. the fucking bag. I I love the only per, the only person whose boobery makes me laugh harder than David <laughs> Gettleman, Gettleman is, is 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 John Gruden. He has like this weird like like object permanence issue where he gets like distracted and it's like, hey, I built this really good team around having a super physical offensive line. Hey, wait! I, I spent all my money last year on sec- on off the ball linebackers, and now I don't have any money to pay anyone. <laughs> I better cut my entire offensive line so I can sign Yannick and Gakwe. <laughs> they're, they're, and John Brown. That was their be- and that was their best signing. John Brown was their best signing. It wasn't, it's not even close. Not even close. They upgraded over Nelson Aguilar by a cheaper. country mile. I and mm-hmm. I could rave about uh, John Brown. I love Smokey, but. He he does one thing because I mean let's let's be real uh, he is a specialist receiver he's a deep threat guy that's mm-hmm. what he is uh, but he does one thing better than all the other guys in the league that are also deep threats he does something so minor it's bare, he catches the ball I know it's not very important mm-hmm. but he is just super you can just rely on him to catch the ball when it's in the air so that is a massive upgrade over Aguilar who you cannot count on Aguilar is a dynamic playmaker. But he is just so boomer bust. You don't know if he's going to catch the ball. You don't know what kind of game he's going to have week to week. John Brown is solid. I think that was their. It's not even close. That was their their best their best ad. There's a um, obscure novelty stat in baseball um, that's called the, the a true outcome hitter, and it's a way to track hitters where when they come to the plate you have to assume there's only four outcomes that can happen. They can get hit by a pitch. They can strike out. Uh, they can hit a home run and shit their pants. And they, like and who and cares, they, man's baseball. It, it, your point. Okay. And, and, and they, and, or they can walk. And it's basically a way to sort of like make fun of guys like, uh, like fucking, 
uh, Albert Pujols or something. Like that, have just home run hitters. That's it. Home run hitters. That's it. Yeah. I always think that's interesting to take that and put it into football terms, like the true outcome wide receivers where it's like Ted Ginn touchdown well, or nothing run, gonna run straight or it's gonna doink off his hands yeah. every single time yeah. and John Brown is really the best like true outcome wide receiver in yeah the league because that's a, you can actually catch the ball you don't have to put up with the MVS all oh, he's gonna drop yep. two touchdowns and catch one every game you see know, you, I, I would and, and John Brown is getting older I think he's turning 30 he's 29 30 in that range he's like yeah. my age but you you take the fact that if he loses a slight step that he all right. So let, let's just say he's open two less times than MVS. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'll I'll yep. still take John Brown. I don't care because he's, he's gonna, gonna he's gonna keep he's gonna catch the one you throw. So who cares? Derek Carr is our quarterback. We're gonna support him anyway. Get ready to run for your fucking life. <laughs> you know that thing you do really well throwing on the move. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll let him throw the ball far this year. I don't know. They haven't done it for fucking thirty. He's not gonna years. have any time yeah, to do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, get ready, get ready for those two yard outs to Darren Waller thirteen <laughs> times a game, dude. They're it's like John Gruden is running the Raiders like they're that Twitch league that uh, Josh Gordon's just mossing people in. It's like, mm-hmm. no, dude, you you run the show. Don't let Twitter tell you to sign these people. Like, you you need to, like, use your talent and sign the correct people. Don't let Twitter well, tell you to sign. No, he needs to listen to Twitter. He needs to stop <laughs> listening to what is ever in his head because it's bad. Well, wrong. that was my analogy is that it's so bad it's got to be fucking people on Twitter or well, Reddit telling he, them what to do. He did the same thing in Tampa where remember when he had like 13 quarterbacks, he didn't know which one he was going to play or start. It's like, I have Jeff Garcia and I just traded for Jake Plummer and I have Chris Sims. And like he just he's so scatterbrained, man. Like he's he never has a plan. He's just like picking guys at random. Well, it's weird. Like that is a weird philosophy that you can't add the talent of the quarterbacks together to create one overall quarterback that's not how it works and somebody needs to tell the saints that so i mean there, there's another team with a problem there i don't know it's like they it's weird because this is what they said they were gonna do and the whole time i'm just like no way no way and then they fucking did it and now it's reality and i don't know how it's gonna work out i know how i feel about it and i'm I, i'm not that high on it david's high on Jameis and is he if he does get the reins? I almost just prefer that. I would just and just run Taysom like you were. Don't do this bullshit that could possibly happen where they're like literally like just snap by snap whatever the play calls for is who's out there, and that's just ridiculous. Well, all of our dreams were dashed, Pete. Like it, it was like Jameis is going to be free. He can roam free. He can pick his spot. He can go to Washington. Nope. Why? Why is he not in Washington? Damn it. <laughs> I wish I had a better answer, man. I wish I knew. Although I don't, like, I I don't hate him with the Saints. I don't. I just, I hate him sharing a, a, a field with Taysom Hill. Like, I just, I don't, it's it's the same thing. Taysom Hill's going to come in for a snap or two here and there, like like a change of pace quarterback. Like, don't, don't do that. Like, that's, that's not a real thing. Quote that, you know? man. Change of pace quarterback. That, <laughs> stay, yeah, write that down and mail that in somewhere. Good it's, Christ. Just change the nickname on Sleeper, somebody, whoever has him. <laughs> Jesus. Change, change of pace quarterback. Oh, that's like uh, the TJ Duckett of quarterbacks. <laughs> Ooh. The Lindell White of quarterbacks. <laughs> I, I don't I know. I hate that. Yeah, I don't like it at all. And, I mean, that just gets me into – I mean, we can jump into that now, too, with, with yeah. Washington signing. I don't know what – the hell that's about either i mean we we are big uh ryan fitzpatrick advocator on the show but 
why the fuck is he in Washington? That goes against everything I believe that they were doing there, and they fucking completely just, in my opinion, like halted it. I mean, I just feel like it's the same Ryan Fitzpatrick experience we've had on 30 different teams. This, this is like this is a different roster though, man. This roster's like so close and, and and they're in a division where they made the playoffs already with with nothing at quarterback position. I would have rather them just stayed with what they had. Cuz like why not just stay with Alex Smith? If if that's the route you're going to go and you're not drafting someone and you're not getting a like a future guy in free agency, why not just stay with Alex Smith? Cuz at the like I mean, yeah. I mean, all Ryan Fitzpatrick is it, Ryan Fitzpatrick exists in a pocket universe, and, and if you like, just analyze their quarterback situation. It's like cool, just throw him back. Like we love Alex Smith, yay, he's back. But he also showed that he's he's held together with rusty bolts and duct tape last year. Like he's not a viable option to to roll out there on a week by week basis. It, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the same thing he's going to be. They're going to draft a guy either in the first or second round, and he's just going to kind of chill there behind him until they say, okay. Okay, Ryan, they grab him by his beard and pull him back out and put the new guy in. Like it's the exact same situation that happens. I, I it, hope it, that's right. I hope they do draft somebody and, and like they they have a plan. Because I don't want to just be like, look, we made the playoffs last year with what we had. Let's just make the playoffs again with Ryan Fitzpatrick and then we'll you know take it from there. It's like no, you you need to take it now. Like you got a a young and loaded defense that's ready to just get after the other quarterback and. You cannot just waste time, and we see teams all the time like do this, and they waste time, and then you just end up being irrelevant, man. I mean, it's gonna be the Browns, you know. I could name a hundred other teams, and it sucks because like I want to like Washington because the Ron Rivera story, and I just don't want them to stagnate. This is it seems like a uh, Kyle Trask landing spot to me personally, like that that middle second round, like it kind of seems it's gonna happen to me. And they got Kyle Allen; they're fine. So, <laughs> Pete, what do you think? What's your favorite performance so far by a by a team in free agency? I don't know, man. Like, I haven't. I have not been keeping up with it. You guys really? fill me in, and then I'll get. I'll just give you the the hot boy comments. What are you okay. fucking taking care of your kids or something? What a loser! <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, dude. Fucking weird, right? He's, He's making a living, fathering children, battling COVID, and all down a tooth. He's doing more <laughs> with less teeth than any of us in, the, in this podcast. Absolutely. I guess uh, I guess I can answer your qu- like what was okay. it, was it what was the best signing or the most what was the exact question so I know what I would I'm say answering. the best performance by a team like, oh best what, performance your, by a team yeah oh that, you can't ask me that you already know what I want to say oh so. go, go off then are you sure it's no yeah I'm really concerned about our journalistic integrity on a show <laughs> called Football Hot Boys. <laughs> That's really what we're here to do. We, the people need to trust us, man. If I'm just <laughs> raving about how good the Cardinals did in free agency, I don't know what kind of, you know. But I will. I will rave about it because the Cardinals. I mean, this is one of the, the best days a Cardinals fans maybe ever it's had. It, it's absolutely insane. It. I, yeah, I'm over yeah. them because, like, it's almost surreal. And it was something I said before we signed on here with you. It was, like, literally every move we made was the right move. Um, there, there, You could argue one, and it was the A.J. Green signing. Uh, but it's too dude, expensive. But how fucking cool is it that AJ Green's in Arizona? It's yeah, too cool to neat. it's too care to, it's too cool to give a fuck. So okay. yeah. yeah, sometimes you, you gotta like let yourself be a fan and enjoy something and not be such a fucking football dork about stuff. Like no, you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah, like just be excited that you get to root for AJ Green and, and buy his jersey. Exactly. I mean, we talk about it all the time as how we watch sports a little differently now that we're adults. We look at it as a as a general manager point of view. But yeah, I'm gonna be a kid about this and just be like, "Ooh, AJ Green's on my team. That's so fun!" <laughs> like, yeah. so I'm gonna just enjoy it. Uh, I'm not gonna dissect it and you know talk about the impact it's gonna have on the team. I will talk about the impact on other signings though. Um, yeah. Just to name a few, uh, J.J. Watt is old news, um, interesting signing. Uh, we got two guys screaming at you on the edge. We stole one of the best uh, centers in the league from the Raiders. It's still uh, the most absurd move of the entire for For a fucking third rounder. That's just, uh, I think that's the best move we've made so far, probably. Um, Patrick Peterson is gone, so that's weird in the desert, but it was mm-hmm. probably a little... Time was past due. He, he it's time for him to go. One of my favorite signings was we actually got a like a guy that can take his foot and make contact with the ball, and then the ball goes through these like two things that are jutted like about ten feet up in the air, and then if you if it goes through them, you get three points, and you get that every time he does it, and that's pretty cool. So Matt Prater's in town, seven million dollar deal, um, dude. It's just exciting, like. We're still not completely fixing all of our problems, but that's what the draft's for. This free agency's been awesome. If we do half as good on the draft as we did on this free agency, man, it's nothing to be disappointed about. No, and um, I I have predicted that, that San Francisco's going to be bad again this year. I don't love a lot of stuff that's going on in Seattle right now, and I definitely don't love the the oeuvre around that place right now. But I do. I think I, it's great. I, I hope they implode. Yeah, so I think it's, it's going to be down between you and L.A. as far as who's going to win that division. So I think you actually have a chance at a playoff run now. I, I, good old good old Steve Kime is, is finally, you know, laying off the sauce and driving, and he's focusing on, on signing dudes. Yeah. So. <laughs> or unless he's on the sauce and doing this, and Steve Kime, drink more, buddy. Yep. I'll fucking bring Get your saucy. next round. Yeah. Well, my personal favorite, actually, uh, is the Jets. I think the Jets did... A really good job and i think the like sitting the secret hidden like commodity of all of free agency was carl lawson i was super interested to see where he went like he has that zadarius smith sort of potential where like he was on a team that he's what he was doing kind of wasn't fitting and uh he was still productive and still a solid player and now he goes someplace where they're gonna like go go off you're a guy do it and uh everyone knows how much i love Corey davis and, I, and now I you can, can love him again. It. Yep, you can love yeah, him again. Love him in, now, I, now he can uh, can kill my other fantasy asset <laughs> there. So, so he can nuke. I can he can be useless when I own him, and then when I don't own him, he can hurt me later. So it's an abusive <laughs> relationship, but I'm still rooting for Corey Davis. Yeah, I mean that's a nice ad, and he cost almost the same price as Nelson Aguilar, I think. So yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I'd rather have that than Nelson. Aguilar. It's not even close. We, 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 we'll get to the Nelson Aguilar deal in. in, in a very hot boy second. Yeah, there's, a, there's um, a lot to talk about with the team he signed with, too. Yeah, well, and and they signed Jared Davis, too, who I hate because he's the dirtiest player in the NFL. <laughs> but he's a, he's, a, he's a good player. Like he doesn't he's shower? What are you talking about? Probably. But, like, it, I am just so sick of, like, watch, of when he was a, a lion just watching him, like, tear on people's ankles or hit people out of bounds or just being He's got, like, razor blades shitty. tucked in his pads. He's just dicing yeah, people exactly. up. Pocket sanding people and stuff like it's. I, I'm just glad he's out of the division, man. I'm just I'm so sick of his ass, man. Get the fuck out of here, Jared Davis. I guess the only thing, Pete, that you got to worry about is you lost Alex Mack. Yeah, we knew that day was coming. Yeah, so he he went to the 49ers, who actually held together the offensive line, unlike the Raiders. But yeah, 
I'm still angry about it, man. It's just yeah, bad football. Yeah. And didn't we like like two weeks ago had this huge long rant about how you got to pay offensive linemen? And that's, it's what, like, that's what we talked about for like 20 minutes. And it was this screaming loud like uh, message from the whole NFL. The Chiefs just lost the Super Bowl because they couldn't hold their <laughs> offensive line together. The biggest stage in the world. Everyone saw that. And not only, sorry, I'm going to spend so much time on this, but it wasn't like those guys were all free agents and like, oh, we're just choosing not to sign them or whatever. Right, 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 right. It's like they they like actively moved to destroy that offensive line. They took a hammer to it. Trade Trent Brown, trade um, Gabe Jackson, trade Rodney Hudson. Just get them the fuck out. Yeah, like I, who would have thought? Like, because when you, you, I saw the, I'm like Rodney Hudson. What? Why? Why do we have him? Like, what? You know, he's not. He wasn't a free agent. Why, why do we have him? Or the best part was we cut him. No, we didn't you cut were, him. Yeah. Turns out that we're actually trading him because everyone got real mad when we said we were going to cut him. You can't so cut someone like probably, that. He makes sense. We can. He's probably good, so we could probably trade him for, let's say a. Yes. Sure. Yeah, you can have that. What the fuck is? I'm sorry. Sorry. What the fuck is with the Cardinals in that specific deal? Because like last year it happened with like with a D Hop. It's just like uh, a second. Sure. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> we just make those picks like look good. I don't know what we do to make them so appetizing. I don't really know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's incredible. You got two pro ball players for not even a first round pick. So, I, so I guess you can't talk about free agency with out talking about the New England Patriots. So, Pete in his tiny cave right here. Did you see the hall? Did you see? Did you at least see this? I mean, I saw the two right, Johnny Smith and Hunter mm-hmm. Henry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Nelson Aguilar. Don't forget and about Jaylen Nelson Aguilar or, yep, or and Kendrick Bourne. And they brought back Kyle, Kyle Van Noy, because why not? And uh, Henry Anderson, who I actually think is really good, and that was actually a super good signing. But there's a lot of something very familiar going on from Talking Heads, mostly in the Patriot stick sucking, which we're all very used to at this point. And I will admit, there's some good signings in here. Overall, I think this is... Which a- one of those two is going to be the gay murderer? <laughs> Ooh. Now, if we're going to go and analyze it based off their game, it's clearly John U. Smith. His game is way closer <laughs> to, to Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The, yeah. So that, that, that's going to be my vote. <laughs> but the only reason they had to do this is because they've drafted so bad for five years that none of the guys they had on their team were worth yeah, signing. Didn't they just draft two tight ends? Aussie Aussie and uh, yep. a guy last year. I can't think of his name. Yeah, there turns out they're bad, and they don't want them. So we're gonna, we're gonna pen. What wasted equity? What, what a, a yeah, what a wasted equity! Holy fuck! So yes, they're better. They'll probably actually compete in their division this year. Mm-hmm. However, they had to do it because they've sucked so bad at building that team over the past couple of years. Um, Matt Miller always says that uh, Bill Belichick, the coach, saves Bill Belichick, the GM's job, because he's not. <laughs> he, well he's said. not that great of a drafter and he burns out his signings as often as he hits but when the one trade you make is Wes Welker and then you somehow get Randy Moss too then you can kind of fuck around for the rest of your career yeah no, that's true that. I mean is, everyone's saying this is gonna work but like is it I mean I think so I I, I, I think that it's very clear that the 
first two weapons in that passing game are Hunter Henry and John Smith. Like they're just going to uh, yeah. run, run that yeah. style. I, I think the they do need a more consistent running back in the backfield. Like a guy, like uh, they do need th- that team needs a bell cow. I know like the league is turning away from that, but I feel like it makes sense for this roster and, and the way that I've envisioned them their offense looking feel like it is going to be a ground and pound game a lot of option read stuff with cam and then when you yeah, and like you just said when he does throw the ball it's going to be a safe it's going to be a safe throw to the two big fast tight ends so they they i don't think what they have damian harris or sony michelle it, mostly because they're not reliable and in in regards to their health that's that's mostly why i think they need to just get someone else yeah i uh I kind of thought that Jamal Williams is going to end up here for a minute because that just seems like much like that a, makes a lot a of sense. Yeah. guy, but he, he signed with Detroit today, so that's not that makes happen. no sense. No, none. Because because even with Matt Patricia gone, it's like we need to we need just to sign a bunch of fucking running backs, <laughs> even though we have a good one. Just sign a bunch of fucking running. Speaking backs. of workhorse backs, yeah, it's like yeah. you have DeAndre I, Swift and there's not necessarily a, a running back in this draft that I like for them. Cause I don't think they're going to take Najee Harris at 15. I think that's probably a bad, I mean, if you're going to go that way, it's too early, but yeah, it's yeah. too early. I, I, but they're talking to Chris Carson right now. And that seems See, that boy, that makes a lot. Wow. And you know how we all, the hot boys feel about Chris Carson. So that would be literally best case scenario for them. Mm-hmm. I've also heard them kicking the Leonard Fournette tires, tires too, which... I don't see him leaving, makes, though. I just don't see him leaving. That's why I don't... Yeah. I still think he's going to end up back in Tampa. Me too. the band is too much in love with each other at this it, point. Yep. To, mm-hmm. Break it up, man. The, I've never seen a team so adamant, and we're just going to do it again. We're not going to sign anyone new. We're just going to sign these guys, and we're going to... Dude, they're really just rolling, rolling it the fuck back. Yeah. I actually do like Kendrick Bourne. I think that was an interesting signing, but it's just like... Don't like Nelson Aguilar. I mean, he, he, you know, I, I do not like the Aguilar sign, but like, yeah, Bourne feels like a Belichick type receiver. I think he's, he's going to be in the right spots and do the right things, but it's not sexy by no means. But I just can't get over the price tag for Aguilar. I think it was like 11 a year. And it's like, dude, what the hell? I got it, I got it right here. Let me find Tw- it. I think it's 222, two year 22, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, he, two, does two, he two fix his drops with the Patriots. No, no, <laughs> no. No, and here's the thing is that he's not I don't see him even getting like the looks that he's comfortable with on that roster. So, it might be even worse cuz cuz they're going to be setting a lot of screens with their receivers and a lot of, you know, shallow stuff and that's not his game at all, I don't think. I think he's more of like a dynamic guy after the catch and he is comfortable catching the ball wide open and you don't do that when you're underneath. So, unless you're, you know, a running back setting like you know they're setting the screen for you and they're not going to do that with him so i don't I, I don't see it looking good with him man it could it could get bad also that's not really a kind of receiver that cam has had success with before. no not at all he i think hunter henry and john smith you forget how good greg olson was for all those years he was with him like i think that really plays into cam well um and who knows the the quarterback conversation in New England might not be done. They could end up with Mac Jones. It's a great point, and, and that's yeah. what I said too. I was like, "Don't be surprised if Mac Jones is the quarterback of this team at, in Week Eight, you know." But mm. the thing that you just said, maybe like I'm done, kind of trying to specialize the receiver for New England because it is a different regime now, and especially when it comes to Cam, I'm done. Like, oh, well, Cam likes this guy. It's like, well, I mean, he had Nikhil Harry 
and he's supposed to be his <laughs> prototypical receiver that Cam, you know, can work with. And we see what the yeah, fuck that looks like. not good. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. <sighs> Dude, <sighs> he's not good. I'm starting to think that's the case, man, because everyone's like. Cause like what was the, what was the hit knock on him when he came out? Oh, he can't separate. And we're like, ah, oh, he doesn't need to. He's a big. He's guy. so big he and strong and catch it. everything. And yeah. it's like, oh, everyone else is big and strong now, and it's not really working. <laughs> so it's like sometimes that's why drafting guys is tricky, man. You never know like how weak a weakness is until other guys. Start I playing. just want guys his profile and size to be good. That's all it is. So, so you're, you're pushing a narrative is what you're right. telling us. He's too big and sexy to not be good. And did you see that play that didn't count when he stepped out of bounds? Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, dude, he's, he is such a fantastic highlight scout, man. Because like, if you watch his highlights, like that's the best receiver of all time. And then it's like, oh, no. Well, he only catches 17 balls a year, <laughs> and they're fantastic. But that's what he he only produces bangers man he's like i don't want to catch this if i'm not on a highlight reel so yeah, i'm not going quality to quality over quantity that's right <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> 17 best catches a year Corey davis taught me that <laughs> and hell he's a millionaire yeah big time man 12 12 million a year so Corey davis is making 12 million a year and something we do have to talk about is the two top receivers in this class have not signed yet. Nope. It's not only have they not signed, it's fucking radio silence. Yeah, that's the weird part, so, right? Nothing on Galladay, nothing on Juju, but Curtis Samuel has a contract. Uh, I mean, there's a little something Nelson on Galladay. Egg. What you hearing? What, what have you heard? Mutual interest with the Giants. Oh, I did right. See that today. Mm, right. Hard pass. I mean, uh, that that it does make sense though. Like that, that's good. They they need a high profile guy, and that's, that's they did. I, I told you they signed John Ross. They're f- <laughs> they don't. Did you not hear the beginning of the episode? What John Ross? <laughs> he ran a that's forty just, yard dash one time. He ran it. Yeah, he ran it. He ran it so so fast that his muscles couldn't keep up. That he, he couldn't run it again. His body. Yep. <laughs> well. <sighs> It, well, and guys like Lamar Miller got contracts before what? Leonard Fournette and Chris Carson. And it, so I think we were kind of like told, hey, this is going to be a weird, janky offseason. And we're like, whatever, just give us football news. And, you, you know, I kind of when I saw the Corey Davis deal and I saw how much guys like Matt Judon and stuff were making, I'm like, yeah, whatever. People are getting paid. But it was weird because like the the middle tier guys got really paid and the upper tier guys got ignored. And the, and and because and, and nobody wanted to pay guys, him, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's weird. I, I think those two guys may end up not making as much money as they thought they would. Which good if you can get Kenny Galladay on a deal, get Kenny Galladay on a deal. Absolutely, man. absolutely. There's a there's a buddy at work I was talking to and he just goes like you can just see the the, the just the desire and just like please he's like if somehow the Packers could sign Kenny Galladay and I just laughed right in his face like a fucking lunatic in the insane <laughs> asylum I was like are you are you crazier than I am than this laugh that I'm doing because there's no way in fuck you guys sign a good player like that at the receiver position there's no fucking way I will no, no way we had to literally renegotiate every contract on our team just to sign our running back. It was like my, my Twitter feed is like, Hey, 
Billy Turner renegotiated his contract. Preston, uh, Preston Smith renegotiated his contract. And Darius to, Smith. Yep, yeah, Darius Smith. And you had to get rid of your center. And yeah, it, it was like yeah. a, a hassle just to pay that guy that's already on the team. And and he took a below market deal to stay in town. Right. So it's like, right. yeah. yeah so, he would have got paid more somewhere else for sure. It, it It's weird. It's like. Almost like when you sign everyone, which is what Packers fans wanted to do for year uh, for years, it's like, oh, now you don't have any money. Because that's what happens when you sign people. So it's like, maybe we were just focused on the draft. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. Just saying. And you have to pay guys like Jari Alexander coming up too. Like, yeah. So we yeah. have a lot of potentially gnarly contracts situations. All I care about is that so. Kevin King contract. When's that happen? <laughs> ne- Unsigned, so there's still hope he could still come back. He could just bring his fence post neck back into the town. Like, come back as a fan? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, honestly, there has been talk that we're going to sign a, another cornerback because we got to. Just like every other team in the league, but go ahead. Yeah, but, like, Adoree Jackson's the guy I want because the fact— I couldn't figure out what the fuck the Titans were doing this offseason either because it's like, well, we're going to cut our best defensive player, but then we're also going to spend money to bring in— Bud Dupree, and it's like, so, so what are we? What are we doing? Like, I mean, that, that, doing? that's kind of like what the, the Cardinals could have used some of that AJ Green money and kept Patrick Peterson in town. But it's like, I, I don't well, know how much Patrick that Peterson's means. also ten years older than Dory Jackson is too. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's a little yeah, bit different. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and and also like I'm not saying you got to pay Corey Davis, you know, eleven million dollars a year, twelve million dollars a year, uh, but you need someone on the other side. Like he can't just like. We're just going to throw to A.J. Brown, and we're just going to run it, uh, Derrick Henry. If you're still in a championship window, you need weapons. You let, when you let your tight end and your second receiver go. Yeah, like, no, I, great point. I don't – and I don't – who are they paying? Like, it, it, it is, is uh, Derrick Henry and uh, Ryan Tannehill that expensive? Like, is that mid-tier quarterback contract that fucking crippling for you? I'm sorry. Like, you, you can't get under the cap and sign those guys. I hope they don't get that fucker any more weapons so you can finally join the club. I hope this is See, what... It, he had to sabotage him just, yep. just to stop him. Yep. He had to take all his weapons away just so he wouldn't light the league on fire. That's the reason they uh, got rid of Corey <laughs> Davis and uh, their t- uh, Johnny See, Smith. Motherfucker, all you did was build in all these excuses for me now. I can say, oh, well, we doesn't have Corey Davis and Johnny Smith, so what do you expect? No, you just kept this ball rolling. You're not forever, allowed. Man. No, hell no, it's, hell no. <laughs> because the narrative now is, oh, he's so good that he doesn't need those guys. Nah, no, no excuses. That's what it is. Fucking Ryan Tannehill, man, what a bum. Oh man, but it really does look. Speaking of, of mid-tier quarterbacks, it really does look like that Sam Darnold's not going anywhere. Crazy, absolutely crazy. And why? Okay. We haven't got to this one yet because just because I don't even want to because it's just it's disgusting. It, it's just like you're just eating a huge carb meal right now. I'm just gonna feel like fat and bloated after this conversation, man. Okay. Why the fuck is he not the Bears quarterback? It, I I cannot fathom any real reason why. And then the move that they made was one of the most agree like absolutely disgusting, absolutely disgust. Like what a slut. And you know I'm gonna give a, a hot boy some credit here, uh, Cody, who's not on today. He mentioned it yesterday where it's like, I think it was with the Russell Wilson saga. It's like, why get a fan base jacked up for, for this? You got the city of Chicago pumped the fuck up for a quarterback acquisition. And then this is who you, Andy Dalton for $10 million. This is this is what was supposed to, unbelievable. As someone who's married to a Bears fan, was there any sort of like great 
deflating moment in your house this week, Pete? Oh, yeah, she's pissed. <laughs> Her phone goes off and she looks up at me. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, yeah. what? Like, I'm just, I'm just sitting here watching TV with you. What are you talking about? She goes, the Bears signed Andy Dalton. I said, oh, yeah, that's old news. She was like, I'm fucking pissed. I hate it. I said, okay, sorry. It's really bad. Like, that, it, not just as a – and Andy Dalton's not the worst quarterback in the world. He's not the greatest either. Whatever. It, just the move makes absolutely no sense, number one. And then the fact that you, you've been playing quarterback carousel and, like, not – it's like you've had Mitch this whole time. Just play him at this point. If you're gonna sign, <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna sign Andy Dalton, just p- fucking play him. Why? Why bring a have a quarterback competition with Andy Dalton? Like what? What's the point? It, well, it's like so. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are already sentenced to death, <laughs> and this is just them burning through their appeals, basically. <laughs> when when the when the rest of America just kind of wants them to die. So it's just like just just stop wasting our time, wait, wasting taxpayer money with these appeals. Like, like they just, keep getting just, mistrials and shit, just just yeah, prolonging like, it. Oh, we got to go to the third appellate court now and argue our case. It's like <laughs> just kill no, him, just fucking just put stop. that injection in him and kill him. Yeah, just I want to be done with this, wasting all of our fucking time. Oh, and, and also I, I know I have a bad habit of like pumping more successful podcasts on our podcast, but. If you listen to the latest episode of Pardon My Take, Big Cat hears about the Andy Dalton signing in the middle of the episode, and he's a Bears fan, and it is one of this the more most pure raw anger moments ever <laughs> caught on tape. It's just like fuck, and just like you can just feel the pain of an entire fan base. It's brutal. I can't remember the last time I saw a roster move that literally not a single fan liked. It was like there's no one out there. It's like fuck yes. Andy Dalton. This is exactly what I needed as a Bears fan to keep me invested. Everyone. If I was a Bears fan, if I was a Bears fan, I would have been happier if they would have signed AJ Green to play quarterback. I'd have been like, that's cool. Yep. Fuck. AJ Green, that's cool. At least we got a cool player. Yeah, it's like, what was that wide receiver that threw the ball three times for Denver last year? Can we maybe get him? Like, I because then at least I'll run around. Like uh, listen, and you're already and we're talking about an offense here where I'm not sure if you take Allen Robinson off that team, they pick a first down up ball all year. I'm not convinced that they could get a first down. And this is this is who you add, man. It, unbelievable. They're already like super non. Like, again, it's something I talk about all the time when you have players, and it's like there's two tiers of players. There's players you pay, and there's players you don't pay. But there are tiers within that tier of skill level. And their dynamic player is a guy that's on the lower end, and that's Tariq Cohen. He's not he's not a special dynamic player. It's like, you know, Nelson Aguilar's a dynamic player, but he's not a great dynamic player. And they're just no. riddled with guys like that on the offense that are just like, they they are role guys, like Cordero Patterson. You know, he's not an mm-hmm. upper-tier guy, but he gets the job done because he fills a role. And they're riddled with guys like that, minus Allen Robinson. And luckily for them that the dude has a knack of playing for with anybody at quarterback, so... No, no sweat off his back. Yeah, I don't. There's no reason they sh- that Allen Robinson should not have been signed, uh, tagged, and traded. The only reason is Ryan Pace is like, God, if I can win eight games, sneak in the playoffs, they can't fire me. And it's like, but if you were like building the that franchise responsibly, it would be like, oh no, we need to like, we need to start over. We need to like 
good assets for Allen Robinson. We need to trade David Montgomery. We need to like we, we we need to like shift this roster around. But no, these guys are trying desperately to stay employed. So they're just like making all these fucking dumb shit decisions. And it's like, okay, I got a two percent upgrade on Nick Foles by signing Andy <laughs> Dalton. Don't fire me. Really making a convincing argument. <laughs> Dude, I feel so bad for Allen Robinson. He Dude, yet so again bad. does not have a quarterback. I am convinced it's a gypsy curse at this point. Yeah, he may, it, he may never. Be. He may never. Yeah. I feel so well, bad. This, is the, this was his chance to get free, man. This was his chance to get free. Like, he could have gone and he could have signed with Buffalo or, you know, you know, uh, L.A. or anywhere like that and been able to actually play with a quarterback. And nope. Andy Dalton. I also love how Kyle Long came out of retirement, that he retired to avoid playing with the Bears, and he's like, and the second he didn't have to anymore, he's like, I'm going to go to a good team. And he signed with Kansas City. Yep. Like, that was, he would rather not get paid and just have to work out like he is getting paid. There were some Bears years. fans that thought he was, like, coming back to them, and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Are you, what? You don't come out of retirement to play with the Bears right now. He pulled a Carson Palmer, Trent Williams, and yep. like, no, I just, I, I just, I'll quit. Play. I don't give a shit. I'll quit. <laughs> I'm not playing for you, fucking guy. Are you no? I will manage a batteries plus instead of fucking playing with you guys. Hello, welcome to Kinkos. I'm Andy Dalton. <laughs> I guess I'll go play with the Bears instead of working at Kinkos. I'd, I'd rather work at Kinkos. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it was nice, and that was a nice John Brown replacement. Is Mm-hmm. That was something I noticed was like a lot of there was a lot of situations like that where a guy would leave and then a couple hours later it's like here's the replacement it was like super fast for teams to just fill the void it was, it was really weird you know what franchise is the master of that it completely drives me insane every time they do it because they do it every single year is the Bengals mm. because mm. like they'll be like hey. Carl Lawson is one of the most sought-after single free agency things out there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you have him, you have the right of first refusal on him, you let him go, and then you sign Trey Hendrickson to the same amount of money, pretty much, and he's not as and good a player. If, and- if, if our listeners probably may not be familiar with him, but look at the year he had with the Saints last year, and he, he could have, like... A rise, like a, a real rise. The guy is good. He's really good. He, he is good. Um, I, I still would probably prefer Carl Lawson over him. It just seems like a very weird lateral. Yeah, move that's what these, I was saying. A lot of teams were yeah. like, all right, buy, insert, maybe. Like, I don't think it's a, yeah, not, the Manuel Sanders isn't a better move. It's just a good move to fill the void that you just created. Or the, you don't sign William Jackson and then you go and sign the. Uh, Chibodia Zooey or whatever. Mm. Like, they replace, it's like, okay, it's like, I, all right, well, why are you wasting our time? It's like, <laughs> Dude, I, I still think some of the highest quality stuff on YouTube to watch is watching grown men open their PSA shipments, like on the video. It's like, oh, look what I got here, blah, blah. A six? A fucking six? <laughs> this is bullshit. They should be forced to like write an essay on why they didn't give me a ten. Oh, I can't believe this. The grader must have been having a bad day. And I'm like, you are 36. <laughs> what the actual fuck are you doing? That, that is a... That's, that's a very sad like way to just 
express your anger at someone looking at your card that you like you didn't create the card you know that's like you didn't do anything you you didn't do anything to the card it's not like they're not grading you personally it's just like their job to look at the card and do their job by grading it correctly i don't know you know what do you, uh, there's nothing to get mad at also you you paid that guy you paid him <laughs> $25 to tell you what the card or your grade was. And you're like, oh, you were supposed to just give it a test. That's not how this shit no. works. No, no, no. And and also the best part about that particular video that I almost cracked up fucking laughing was the guy was complaining because he clicked the wrong box when he was submitting it. So he, he chose express instead of just normal. So it cost him like $85 <laughs> a card to get it graded. Holy so, shit. Yeah. So when when they came back, he was like, "Oh, I really need these all to be ten to re, to like recruit my, all the money I lost." And it's like, "Nope, it was like eight, 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 <laughs> six, four. And he's like freaking the fuck out because he realized he just threw like, I think it was like two grand just in the shitter on this PSA <laughs> thing. So not only are you watching this guy get angry about like tiny things of cardboard but like he's he's like doing so because he's like financially crippled himself for that month and his entire channel is like selling the idea that you can make a living doing what he's doing so he's like he's not successfully doing it yeah he's like he's like cracking it's a fantastic video it really it really is it's just like it's so like poetic and tragic and just like there's a narrative to it it's it's almost like a performance art that's a really ballsy like thing to try to sell because he's selling an idea it's not like he's a he's clearly not established in the field as like because if he was if he was he wouldn't be bitching about two grand he and he he would know that he would probably be more aware of what those cards were going to return as as in like what grade they were going to be so clear it's just weird that he's trying to sell you something or an idea of something that he hasn't even fully grasped that's hmm. you need to need to grade your cards before you send them like you have to have an idea what they're going to come back as yeah and, and like okay that that's fine and then you have to know that you can sell that card for what you think it will come back and right. be worth your fucking time yeah so, you, yeah that that's the way you have to pl- you have to pretty much do it yourself and then mm-hmm. and be right i mean it's just like sports gambling like you gotta be right exactly. you know gotta be right a certain amount of times well i also remember back in i think it was like 2017 when crypto was like really taken off like ethereum and ripple were starting to like blast up there along with like bitcoin and stuff there were so many fucking guys selling like their crypto school on on uh, on youtube and you know i was into crypto at the time so i was watching them and all this kind of stuff and then when the bottom fell out the first time and all these guys, like, because the thing about crypto was everything was going up, so you could be a fucking idiot and you could still be making a ton of money because nothing was going down. So you could buy any coin you want and everything was trending up. And also because everything was trading off of Bitcoin, as long as Bitcoin was going up, you could own an altcoin that was going down and it was still worth more real money than you put in. So, like, so idiots were just, and then when the bottom fell out, I watched so many, like, I'm filming myself in the front seat of my car, sad goodbye YouTube videos. Like, I just can't do this anymore, guys. Or my wife's making me quit and get a job. Like, there was so fucking many. Oh my God. Yeah. And, Dude, and sports horrible. cards are, hu- are, are huge right now. People are making killer money. 
but I'm just like I'm and I'm and I'm watching all this stuff because there's I'm interested in it obviously. But I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like the same thing is going to happen to all of you motherfuckers. <laughs> like I'm I'm going to come back in five months and it's like oh I can't sell my Luca card now, so I have to sell my house. All right, so thank you for joining us for another episode of Football Hot Boys. Uh, I have been, I have been AJ Kunzi, and you can follow me on Twitter at Wisco Kunzi, and you can follow Pete at JellyX2 underscore. And Clark at TC131HotBoys. Check us out on Facebook. Yep, we have a new Facebook page. Go ahead and follow us there. They are communicating more with us there than on Twitter. So if you're looking for the community, that's where it's at currently. So anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. And until next time, say hi out there, boys. Peace. Later.